Welcome back to the In the Dugout podcast. My name is Jason Ward, a.k.a. Red Sox Dugout, and we've got Alex Jefferson co-hosting this week. Hello. Yeah, no Joey, no Garrett again. But we are recording this during the Red Sox game. It is opening day. The Red Sox play in four minutes, so we'll be recording this throughout the game. Um, We'll be sprinkling in some predictions for the season. Oh, yeah. So while we're waiting for the game to get started, let's just start doing some predictions. We came up with stat predictions for the 2019 Red Sox for the position players, average home runs, RBIs, and stolen bases, and for the pitchers, the win-loss ratio, ERA, and whip. So let's just start, uh, go around the diamond, start with catcher. So Christian Vasquez. So I have him hitting around 240, maybe hitting six or seven home runs, topping out probably around 25, 28 RBIs. Maybe six steals. I don't know. I don't expect a huge year from him from the plate. I expect him to more be our day-to-day catcher once they get rid of Sandy because I think he's on his way out. Yeah, Sandy was just uh, – he accepted his outright to AAA Pawtucket. For Vasquez, I had similar. I had 235 average, six home runs, 23 RBIs, somewhere around there, and like three or four stolen bases. Yep. Blake Swihart. Oh, I'm excited to see Swihart play this year. Uh, I have – I have him hitting similar around, like a little bit lower than 240, uh, hitting 12 to 14 home runs with like 45 RBIs and seven-ish stolen bases. He's had really good stolen base numbers, uh, and I think he's going to develop more as a a hitter. He's looked really good in spring training. Yeah, um, I actually predicted Swihart to have a great year and eventually take over the starting catcher role. I had him at... 281 batting average with eight homers, 42 RBIs, and four, five stolen bases. Yeah, I mean, I think he's, he definitely, he looked so much better in spring training than he did at the tail end of last year, especially in the playoffs. His stance and his swing looked so much, it looked like it gelled a lot better than it did heading into the playoffs. So I'm excited to see what he does. And I think a big part of that is he knew that he had a set role for the season. Last year, he came into the season not really knowing when he was going to play, how he was going to play, what position. Um, But now he knows he's a catcher. He'll be catching mostly. And I think he's determined to turn his career around and actually make something out of it. Oh, absolutely. He's only Uh, 27 years old still, I think. So he's got plenty of potential. He's got like a couple years till he hits his peak, and then he's got – his early 30s, which, I mean, usually catchers are still pretty good through their early 30s. And I think, I think we, can, we can see him develop and bring a little bit more offense to the catcher position that the Red Sox really haven't had. Definitely. Yeah, and um, I think they made the right decision getting rid of Sandy. Vasquez, like, they, you could tell that they like Vasquez. They signed him to that extension. Um, they always compliment his defense and everything. And then Blake Swihart, like you said, he's the offensive catcher that we need. Yeah, Vasquez I mean, and Leon both don't have any kind of offense, so Swihart mixes it up a little bit. Yeah, and Sandy is definitely the worst of the two. He's definitely yeah. worse than Vasquez hitting, and although the pitchers like him better, I think they can adjust to Swihart, and I think I think he's going to really produce, and I think Vasquez is going to have a good year, even if he gets knocked out of that starting catcher role. Mm-hmm. And as Chris Cotillo said last week, these pitchers are professional pitchers. They could be throwing to you and me. We may not catch it, but they'll still get people out. Yeah, especially with this rotation that's just so, so talented. Yeah. Uh, All right. Let's go over to first base. Mitch Moreland. 
So I have Mitch Moreland uh, bouncing back a little bit, hitting or I don't know, slowing down, I guess, a tiny bit, uh, hitting 18 home runs with 65 RBIs, hitting around 250. Yeah, I had someone to that 256 average, 19 homers. Um, I went a little high with the RBIs, 72. I don't know if he'll get that many, but he yeah, should I'm be just, playing a lot. Yeah, especially with Pierce starting out on the DL, or sorry, the IL. IL. <laughs> God, I hate that. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's... Um, I do think we'll see uh, possibly Chavis in the early season or while uh, Pierce is on the IL, but I think Marlon will be seeing the bulk of play, and I think he's going to have a better year because of it. Yeah. Plus, he's healthy, which is huge. Yeah. Oh, man, here we go. First pitch. Benny's standing in. Here we go. Oh, he's going to have such a good year this year. First pitch home run? <laughs> we will see. Oh, it's swinging and oh, ground is the first. That's okay. <laughs> you tried your best, Benintendi. It's okay. Start low, get higher. Speaking of Benintendi, I have him having a very, very good year. Me too. Yep. Hitting. I think he could win the AL batting title. Um, I have him hitting around three thirty with. 20 to 24 home runs and around 80 RBIs, and I think he's going to steal 25-plus bases. Yeah, I had him at also over 300 at 310, 22 homers, 78 RBIs, 27 stolen bases. I think leading off, he's going to try to move around the bases a lot more for Mookie Betts, J.D., Devers to drive him in. I mean, I still think Mookie will have more steals than him. Yeah. Just because he's... I think he's a better base runner than Benintendi is, but that could also change as he develops with that leadoff spot. But yeah, he is going to be aggressive on the base paths because that's just how the Red Sox play the game. They're aggressive on the base paths, and I don't think that's going to change with him leading off. I love that dynamic, too, of Benintendi first, Bet second. They could wreak havoc on the base paths between those two. Oh, yeah. A lot of double steals. Yeah, and that's going to be... I mean, it's going to be something you have to game plan against, and it's not going to be easy. So, and then you got like JD coming up, Moreland, Devers, who I think is going to break out and possibly make an all star, like have an all star level season. Yeah, let's talk about Devers. I had him hitting over 30 home runs, 31, 268 average, 80 RBIs. I think he's yeah. going to have a great season. I, I have similar numbers. I have 27 home runs, uh, 83 RBIs, hitting 262. So I think that he is going to benefit from hitting behind JD, and I think he's going to continue to benefit. Like you saw, we saw it a little bit last year. His swing started to develop. He started to get better as he um, played with JD and played with other hitters that were getting better. He's, he learned from them, which was just good and I think he's going to continue learning definitely definitely with JD as a mentor yeah <laughs> couldn't have a better mentor there and as we were talking about that Mookie Betts with the first hit of the 2019 Red Sox season a little blooper in right field how fitting even he more is... fitting if he steals a base right here mm. yeah I have him over 30 again this year for stolen bases and for home runs me too I had I have, 33 stolen bases, 31 homers, 320 average, and 97 RBIs. 
I have him at a, an even 100 RBIs with 31 home runs, 31 stolen bases, hitting about 320. I think he, I don't think people keep leaving him out of like MVP talk, and it's, he is going to bounce, like he's going to be amazing again this year. He's going to benefit even more hitting behind Benintendi because he's going to be able to knock in more runs, but it's not going to halt his production from getting on base or stealing bases. Yeah, he's the second best player in the game, so he's not going to stop being that. They need to re-sign him, like, soon. I'm kind of scared about that, because he, he wants a lot of money, and we have a lot of guys whose contracts are going to be up. Like, I'm glad we got the sale thing done, but we still have Bogarts, who is huge for this team. Like, without him, we'll have a big hole at shortstop. We have no one coming up in the minor leagues, really. Yeah, Poor Bogarts. Stello. Bogarts has been so good the lat like he was amazing last year. He's really been like I mean he's the only player from that 2013 team. He's got the playoff experience. He's been a staple on this team for years. Yeah, they need to re-sign him. They need to obviously re-sign Mookie Betts. He's the best player on the team. One of the best players in baseball. Yeah. I think a lot of people overlook Bogarts. Um I mean, he had 100 RBIs last year. I don't think everyone really realizes what that means to this team. Plus, his defense is above average at shortstop, and it's very hard to find a shortstop in the MLB who has great offensive production and great defensive production. Yeah, I mean, I can really only think of Javi Baez and Lindor, and that's that's about it. Those the Carlos the... Correa was, but I don't know what's going on with him anymore. Yeah, well, he's... I don't know. He had a really bad hangover last year from that World Series run. Yeah, he battled some injuries, too. That's true. Speaking of, and Devers just got the second hit of the Red Sox young season. Beautiful with, uh, swing. Oh, so much better than it was. And Red Sox already putting pressure on the Mariners. Loving this. Yeah, two runners on, just one out in the first. JD up. Yeah, coming off an 130 RBI season. Monstrous. And there's another RBI. That is the first run of the Red Sox season scored by Mookie Betts, driven in by J.D. So fitting. Poetic, even. Red Sox are back. Let's go. Oh, all these people saying the Yankees are going to win the AL East. No, you can't beat this. This team is too good. I had so many Yankees fans, like, commenting on my post or whatever that the Yankees won today. They played the Orioles. That's like playing a college team. I know. This isn't, like, the Mariners are a good team. They're not, like, fantastic, but they're one of the better teams in the NL West. Or they're the at AL least West. a major league baseball team. Yeah, like, they were, they made the playoffs last year, right? They were a wild card, or they were on the edge of being wild card. So, this is a team that's actually, you know, they're, they could th- possess some challenge, but you look at the, the Orioles... Oh my god. Dumpster fire. Yeah, I saw their lineup today and it was like they still thought it was spring training. I know, I look at half I look at half their roster and I'm like, who is this person? Who is I don't know like any of their any of their players. Yeah. <laughs> they had Andrew Kashner as their opening day starter. <laughs> who? Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's let's talk about that guy who drove in the run, JD Martinez. What are your predictions for him this season? Oh, I think he's hitting 320, 45 homers, another 120-plus RBI season. He'll maybe swipe a few bags here and there, but he won't need to. He'll be just driving in the runs, hitting long balls. 
Yeah, once again, I had very similar numbers. 325 average, 46 homers, 126 RBIs. He's JD. He's just going to keep doing what JD does. And the other benefit to having him on the team is he doesn't play great defense, but he can slide into that outfield role and help out the and give one of the other outfielders a day off, which is very helpful to have on a team that's really only got three main outfielders. He's a great hitting coach. Yeah, he basically is our hitting coach at this point. (laughs) (laughs) Such a valuable piece to this team and complete snub for MVP top three last year. Ridiculous. And, like, they're not even considering him for this year already. I know. I was was on ESPN the other day, and they're, like, voting for MLB uh, predictions for the MLB AL MVP, and I'm not a single, like... You had bets, and then just a bunch of like Yankees, Orioles, Indians, and Mike Trout. And I was like, JD, two double silver slugger winner last year. First player plus, ever to do that. 40 plus home runs, 130 RBIs. Like, can we get some respect put on this man, please? I mean, he has not gotten out this whole entire season so far. I mean, yeah, he kind of just did, though. No, he didn't. He drove in a run. Yeah, but they grounded into a double play, and he got out. That was Bogarts. Yeah, but, like, J.D. Oh, was the one was the player oh, who got out. Okay. Well, he has but a yes. batting average this season. True, true. 1,000. You, you cannot argue with that at all. And he's driven in a run in all of his opportunities. That's, you're right. That's MVP caliber right there. Correct. Is Holt playing today? Uh, no. Nunez is playing second. You were mentioning how people were coming off contract. I think one of the only players that will stay is Holt. I think Holt is going to stay regardless of yeah. if he gets better offers. I think he just loves playing here. And it's yeah, evident. He, I can't see him going anywhere else. He just he should be a Red Sox player for life. He's he's like a Pedroia type player when you see him. He has that Boston the grit the determination, and he's got the personality, too. Yeah, he's a great glue guy. Oh, man, I'm excited to see Sale get out there. Last time we saw him, struck out Manny Machado. Oh, chills every time I see that clip. Uh, Speaking of sales predictions. Oh, yeah. I have him, if he's healthy, I think he's going to have a fantastic year. I have him going almost under 2 in ERA at, like, 2.04. I have him winning 20 games. Cy Young? He, yeah, I, I, he's my Cy Young pick. He deserves one. It's crazy that he has not won, in, won one in his whole career. Well, it's I mean, just nuts. To be fair, he was on the White Sox. That's true. <laughs> That's a good point. But if he had been healthy all year last year, he would have won the Cy Young. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. Um, I, I was very conflicted doing uh, the predictions for the starting rotation. Just because our rotation is so good, I didn't want to predict everyone to have, like, 18 wins. <laughs> so I had Sale at 15-3 and three with a 2.23 ERA and a whip around .9. I mean, I just think you look at the whole rotation. I have every starting pitcher 10-plus wins. Yeah, I do too. I have Porcello winning the second most amount of games. Ooh. Um, I do think Price is going to be good. 
I don't think that he's going – I think I have him having a better ERA and a better whip than Porcello. I just think that it seems like Porcello always gets really good run supports. He's a good pitcher for the Boston ballpark. He doesn't give up a ton of fly balls. And I think that he is going to win around 16 games this year. So I had Porcello getting the most amount of losses of the rotation, the highest ERA, and the second lowest win total. Um, I had him at 11 and 8 with a 440 ERA. Wow. I actually had Eduardo Rodriguez, Eddie Aces, as the most winning pitcher on the Red Sox, 17 and 4. Yeah. I'm not sure I agree with that one. Uh, I have Just, Rodriguez. It'll happen. He's gonna. I have him at eleven and nine, three point seven ERA. Um, but I do think that there is potential for him. He he has looked really good. He looked really good in the postseason. He's looked good in spring training. Um, I do think there is potential that he comes out and does have that kind of that caliber of a season. Pedro Martinez and Chris Sale together crafted a brand new slider for Eduardo Rodriguez. So if he just throws oh. that pitch every time, no one's gonna hit it. <laughs> oh, you're so right. That uh, that's gonna be nasty. But in my bold predictions, I that was my bold prediction that he would be one of the um, have the most wins of the Red Sox rotation. I think it's just his year to break out. Cora called him out saying he needs to do better at this point in his career. Erod knows he needs to do better. I think he will do better this year. Yeah, he's been great. Um, I mean, he had, well, no, he hasn't been great, but he. I feel like he's been a lot around a, for a lot longer than, like, he's been in on the he's team. He's been around. For, yeah, like, I feel like I, we've been hearing his name for a couple of years now, and there really hasn't been anything spectacular that he's done. And I think if he's going to do it, he's got to do it now. Yeah. So one person I wanted to talk about was Stephen Wright. <laughs> yeah. So I know Stephen Wright's on the... Uh, Chris Sale's I, first batter he faces the 2019 season, he strikes out. Well, yeah, are you surprised? <laughs> That's awesome. And it's an all-star player. Like, oh man, Masahiro Tanaka struck out like X amount of Orioles. Oh, <laughs> negative all-stars. How many uh, strikeouts do you think Sale will have today? I'm going to say eight or nine, maybe ten. I'm going double maybe. digits, eleven. I don't know. He looks locked in right now. He's locked in. So back to Stephen Wright. If Stephen yep. Wright comes back after his suspension, eighty games. Do you think he'll have? Do you think he'll even make the major league roster or have? A, and if he does, do you think he'll be a positive or negative effect for this for this team? Because I think him coming back from the bullpen, he has been really good when he's been healthy. I just don't know how he's going to come back. How he's going to look coming back from that suspension. That's a good question. Will he make the major league roster? I think it depends on where our bullpen's at at that point. Like when he comes back after those eighty games, if our bullpen is really struggling, like I feel like it might be, there's a good chance that he slides in there in the bullpen and tries to provide a different look with that knuckleball. As maybe I don't know about a setup guy, but maybe like a fifth or sixth inning guy. If they yeah. Need him. Maybe long relief. Yeah, I mean that was kind of what his main role has been. When he and would have been, been this year. Yeah. If he wasn't stupid, it's a good lesson. Don't do drugs, kids. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of the bullpen, um, who are your like 
top and bottom guys for the bullpen? Like, who do you think is going to have the best season, worst season? Uh, this bullpen. This bullpen scares me. Yeah. Um, I actually, like, I feel like I'm going to say this and then realize that I was wrong, but I actually have confidence in Matt Barnes. <laughs> <laughs> he seems to embrace the closer role, and he he looked good in spring training. But I feel like with the closer role, he's going to actually be good. He's going to step up, and he's going to come through. Ryan Brazier, I don't think he'll be as good as last season, but I think he'll still be a solid setup guy. And then after those two, the rest of the bullpen is just a disaster. Yeah, I mean, so I have some faith in Workman. I think he's been okay. Yeah. He was um, terrible in spring, so that scares me. But yeah, spring training doesn't true. matter. That's true. Um, yeah, but I don't know. I'm excited to see what Colton Brewer does, yes. but I'm a little, I'm a little nervous that he's going to be really bad out the gate because that's just how it seems to go for these young Red Sox pitchers. Especially like the trade acquisitions too. Carson Smith, Tyler Thornburg. Mm, Tyler Thornburg is bad. It like, like I just I really hope it'd be so amazing for the Red Sox and for him. If he can bounce back and have that season like he had with the Brewers, that's the guy that we need. Yeah, I mean, you're completely right. I just, I'm not sure it's going to happen. He's a good, he's a good player. And he has oh, some, some nice there. stuff, but <laughs> he's just so inconsistent. Oh my God, Devers. First play of the season, <laughs> first ground of the season, Rafa Devers. Oh, I thought man. we were. I thought we were working on his defense over the off season. It took a tough bounce, kind of. Yeah, I mean, you just hope to see that, especially in your third, third or fourth year in the majors. You hope to see players like that making, making plays. I don't he's know. I like, think he's twelve years old, so give him a break. No, he's thirteen. Yeah. Now. Sorry, thirteen. Oh my! Yeah, you're right. Teenager. Oh God, he's gonna have that angst in the locker room. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna be like uh like Kyrie, just really, really annoying. Uh, let's go through some more predictions. Uh who haven't we done yet? We haven't talked um, about uh David Price or Evol Evaldi. Yeah. David Price I had as the second most winning pitcher on the Red Sox, sixteen and five with a three fifteen ERA. After that postseason last year. He's he is ready to go for the season. He's healthy, and he. I feel like this is he's just gonna have a great year this year. Oh, I completely agree. I have him winning sixteen games, five losses. Um, I could see him going for a Cy Young. I have him in the low threes for ERA. I think he has so much momentum coming off that postseason run. I just don't see how he can't have another fantastic year and really prove that he was worth that big deal. Yeah, definitely. Uh, Nathan Evaldi? I had him kind of being the odd man out in the rotation this year. I think he's going to be good. I just don't think that he's going to be healthy all year. I think he might struggle with some injuries, especially with how hard he throws the ball. Um, I do have him winning 10-plus games because he's on the best team in baseball. Yeah. And he's he is a good pitcher. So... I don't know. I, I, I don't think he's going to have as good a year as he did towards the end with us last year. But I do still think he's going to be able to come into games and completely shut teams down like he did against the Yankees. Yeah, um, I, I struggled with this one. 
Because, like, I didn't want to have every pitcher doing amazing. But Nathan Avaldi, I just don't see him doing, like, really poorly. So I had him at 10-7 and seven with a 3.92 ERA. Yeah, I could see that. I could see that. I feel like there's a good chance. He has a lot of potential to do better than that, though. He has a high ceiling. Yeah, I agree with that. So, Chris Sale threw about 25 pitches in the first inning. And, you know, it's the first game of the year. But this happens, this happens throughout the year way too often. They put Sale in positions where he's throwing, like, 25, 30 pitches an inning. When he really doesn't need to be. He's always going for strikeouts, and that's great. More chances to embarrass the other team, especially if it's, like, a division rival or the Astros or something like that. Great. But he, I feel like if we want him to be, have that Cy Young, Cy Young type of year, he can't be throwing a hundred pitches in five innings. Yeah. He needs to be able to go longer than that. And I think some of that will come with Vasquez and Swihart developing as catchers and being able to figure out how to get him to cause more ground balls, more flyouts while still being effective on the strike end, strikeout end. You know who we haven't talked about yet is uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. Okay, let's go. Yep, I'm ready. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. What are your predictions for JBJ? Jackie Bradley Jr. He is going to hit 274 with 27 homers, 79 RBIs, and 20 stolen bases. So, <laughs> Jackie Bradley's career average is a 238 average. Yep, he's going to knock that out of the park. I have him hitting 262, so okay. a little below his all-time or his season best. 22 homers, 75 RBIs, 21 stolen bases. I think he's going to have a monster year. I, I think we're going to see a more 2016-like uh, Jackie Bradley when he was at his real his peak with the Sox. He hit like 30 doubles that year, 20, 26 home runs. I think he's going to be just as good this year. So I think I've said this in every single podcast episode so far, but Jackie Bradley Jr. fixed his swing. <laughs> he went to the he, same he, guy who fixed JD's swing. This is, yeah, his, he, this is his year. Here he is right he, now. Oh, at bat. Perfect. <laughs> oh, Nunez got on first, too. It'd be so perfect if JBJ hits a home run right here. Oh, well. He's I don't understand this one. new stance he has, though. Like, he didn't have this until, like, the last few games of spring training with a bat I, on the shoulder. I don't like how low his bat is. It, I feel like having the bat on your shoulder is not what JBJ needs. He needs his hands ready. Yeah, his reaction time is definitely, uh, like, slower than most. Like, he strikes out a lot. Yeah. So, I think having the bat on his shoulders doesn't make a whole lot of sense, especially when the what he needs to be making sure that he's reacting quick enough to hit the ball back. Yeah, I really don't understand it. The swing he had, the stance he had in the beginning of spring training, similar to last year with the hands kind of like down low, that was good because he fixed his hips and his legs. He was yeah. turning into the pitch more. But yeah, now what he was just completely different. What he was starting to do towards the end of the postseason last year when he started belting balls left yeah. and right. <laughs> yeah, um... I don't like it. Oh, he's got a hit, though. Grounder up the middle. This team is just, like, already just so good. Like, we're in the Taking second inning. Right where we left off. We're in the second inning of the first game of the season, and we already have, like, five hits. 
Here's a fun fact from beat writer Christopher Smith. Eduardo mm. Nunez is really good at pool. Really? Hmm? Wow. More you know? <laughs> so now that we've gone pretty much through the whole everybody that's important. Um, Are you just going to disregard Steve Pierce? <laughs> Did we even do Bogarts? We didn't do Pedroia. What are you talking about? <laughs> what do you mean? We, um, let's see. Pedroia, he's going to come back and he is not going to play well. Ouch. Like, I love him as a player and as a leader, but I do not think that he is in the right physical state to be effective. I think this is his last year. I think he's going to be serviceable as a second baseman. I think he'll kind of play a similar role to Brock Holt. Like, he'll kind of fill in when Nunez needs a day off and Holt has to play somewhere else or just when they need him, when they need a contact guy. I don't see, I, I had him at, oh, Nunez, double steal, so good. <laughs> um, I have the, Can't I, throw the ball. He, he knows it's, there's no point. Like, there you go, Jackie Bradley, one stolen base already this year. He's on pace. Oh, yeah. I have Pedroia hitting one, maybe two home runs, uh, like, 30 RBIs, tops. I, I do think he'll still be batting like 290, close to that 300 line. I just, I don't see him having a huge year, especially since he hasn't played in like two years. I think it's going to be kind of an adjustment coming back. So Dust Majuria, I really, really want to believe that he's going to have a bounce back year from this injury and be able to like play upwards of 100 games. I had him 290 average, 291 somewhere around there, because he's still Dustin Majoria, and he still can hit to get on base. Six homers, 55 RBIs, because I feel like he'll be playing a lot, and he'll still be a good contributor. I, I, really, I just really hope that he can pull it all together and have a good, solid season. Oh, me want, too. I also don't want this to be his last season, because I've said this before. I don't want him to go out on a bad season. I want him to go out on a good Dustin Majoria-like solid season. Well, I hope... So, like... Don't get me wrong. I don't want him to do bad. I don't see him succeeding all that much, but I do want him to be be healthy and play this year because I do think he he is a Red Sox like great. That might be kind of controversial, but I do think that he he's going to get his number retired. But I just if they do what they did last year and they make another deep playoff run, which they will, and they repeat, I don't think that he needs to come back. I think that he has proven pretty much everything. I mean, he's an MVP. I, I hope to see him play. I'm just very doubtful with how his injury history has been. Uh, you wanted to talk about Steve Pierce? Yeah. I actually didn't really have him doing that well. I had him at a 250 average. I had him with 14 home runs just because he always seems to hit home runs when it matters. And he's with us for a full season this year, so there's going to be plenty of moments that matter. Yeah, he's got that clutch factor. Yeah, and 41 RBIs. Yep, that sounds about what I had. I mean, I don't think – I think he's going to be kind of just in the lineup to – he's going to be in the lineup to hit lefties. Mm-hmm. They'll probably take him out in more high-pressure situations. If there is a righty pitcher up, they'll probably throw Moreland in. Um, I really can't wait to see him play against the Yankees because I just can't yes. wait, wait for him to kill the Yankees again. He's the Yankee killer. Ugh. 
yeah, but I just, yeah, I don't, I don't think he's going to be fantastic. I think he's going to be just what the team needs for a power, a power guy against lefties. I predicted him to hit 14 home runs. I feel like 10 of those could come against the Yankees, honestly. Oh, that would be great. Then we'd have to re-sign him again, though. I'm okay re-signing Pierce because I don't think he'll take that much money since he loves being in Boston. Yeah, I feel like he's... Mitch Moreland is the one that we let go. Yeah, and that's going to be tough because Moreland is... Honestly, he's kind of overlooked in this star-studded lineup, but he is a very talented player. Yeah, he's a very solid first baseman. Another thing with the, the first baseman, though, is we can let them go because we have Michael Chavis, Tristan Casas, Josh Okami, and yeah, we have uh, so many Bobby Dahlbeck all coming up. Yeah. Um, don't forget about Sam Travis. Werner <laughs> Nunez just scored a run by almost getting hit by the ball. Oh, he's... I just... Like I said earlier, the Red Sox play an aggressive base pass game. I'm not, I don't love it. I'm going to be honest. It really stresses me out during the playoffs. But, I mean, it's fun oh, to it watch. Oh, then he's out, right? No, I don't think so. Oh, really? Well, wait, did it hit him? I don't even know. It looked like it bounced somewhere. That's the most Eduardo Nunez thing ever. <laughs> I know, last year it was an inside-the-park home run. Oh, the hug. Did we talk about Nunez's predictions for him? I mean, I we didn't really go in-depth with him, but I don't... I don't know. I think he's going to be pretty good. I think he's going to hit around 280. Maybe scratch 10 home runs. I don't think he's going to be as good as he was, like, two years ago when we got him, but I think he'll play a good a good defensive role, certainly better than Ian Kinsler. Yeah, um, I, think, I think he'll be somewhere in between what he did two seasons ago and what he did last season. Yeah, I think he'll be better than he was last year. Yeah. I think Definitely that's just, a higher average. I think, yeah, I think that just comes with being on this team and being around so many good hitters that help you. Like, as long as he can take constructive criticism, there, he's going to benefit on this team. Yeah. And I think that's true for every hitter. I don't even know who we talked about and haven't talked about yet. Did we talk about Bogarts? Yeah, we did talk about Bogarts. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess that's it then. Yeah, I mean, what are your predictions looking like for the rest of the league? Um, like MVPs, yeah, Cy Youngs. I didn't do those yet. I probably should have. Um, but I'd say Bregman. I hate to say this, but I think Bregman wins oh. MVP for AL. Like, oh, God, I, I wait, hope not. I don't know. It's going to be either Bregman, Trout, JD, or Mookie. See, I, I have Lindor as a sneaky, sneaky candidate in there. I just think that he's so good and that he's going to really... I don't think the Indians are going to be that good, so that might hold him back, but... Yeah. And then I Cy like Young... J.D. will be Hill. the most deserving. Yeah, but he's not going to win it because everybody not, hates yeah. the Red Sox. Exactly. And DHs. Yeah. Cy Young? Oh, Chris Sale. As long as he's healthy, I think there's no one better than him in the AL. I'll say this. The Cy Young for the AL will be a Red Sox player. Yeah, that's true. It could be, it could be Price. It could be Porcello. Could be Erod. <laughs> that's true. That's true. <laughs> How weird would that be if Porcello, Price, and Erod all had uh, Cy Youngs before Chris Sale? Can we just give a Cy Young to everyone in the rotation? <laughs> Every, even the relievers? 
No, in the rotation <laughs> only. <laughs> the, re- the relievers deserve the opposite. The, uh, the Red Sox today, they're doing nine, or for this season, they're doing 162. Their starters are pitching nine each, every game, all nine innings. Yeah, don't even That's, go to the bullpen at all. Nope. That's the best way to win. We can go 162 that way. Uh, let's go through some of the predictions um, on my Instagram. I posted the post final 2019 predictions. Uh, let's see what we got here. That's boring. Selwyn Cy Young. Bogarts will hit 30-plus homers. Pajora will be comeback player of the year. I'd love to see that. Oh, that would be great. Uh, Bogarts is going to have the best season of his career. I like that. I don't like this one. Yankees will win number 28. Oh, you predicted that? No, no, no. It's um, His name is um, one of my followers. Oh, he sent oh, you. He doesn't you... even have a name. Oh, he sent you his predictions? No, it was on my post. Final 2090 predictions where you can comment. Ah. Do you not comment? I didn't comment, no. Mm. Whoa. This guy's handle is Red Sox Lover. And he said, down here, no playoffs. <laughs> I'm just going to reply to that really quick and call him an idiot. How do you predict the Red Sox to not even make the playoffs? <laughs> I don't understand. Okay. Um, oh, boy. Eovaldi wins Cy Young, 18-6, and 2.3. That's bold. Love it. <laughs> <laughs> and then we have, right underneath it, Price has Cy Young caliber season. Yeah, I'm telling you, Cy Young's going to come from the Red Sox. They're going to win five Cy Young Awards this year. Yeah, they will. It's just going to happen. Jay uh, Martinez will win MVP. Like it. Back, back-to-back World Series champs. JD hits 60 bombs. That's bold, but I love it. That'd be <laughs> uh, I have, awesome. I'm actually hitting 80 and uh, breaking Barry breaking Bonds' the records. Record? No, that's JBJ. Oh, yeah. you right. Oh, did Tim Beckham just bat flip on a homer off sale? Oh, into the oh, that sucks. <laughs> Why is Matt Vasquez so excited? It's a solo homer in the third inning. It's the second inning. I love how it's his second home run of the season because the Mariners have already played two games. That this Japan thing is so annoying. Like they went over to Japan to play two games before anyone else played any games that counted, and then okay, came he, back and did more spring training. He clobbered that ball. Yeah, I actually like Tim Beckham's bat flips. 430 feet, wow. My next one is, the next prediction on your post is Boston over Philly in six. Benny wins uh, World Series MVP. Eduardo wins 15 games. Bullpen help comes at the All-Star break. Honestly, I think that is an extremely realistic prediction. Yeah, I mean, I, I do like... I do like the Phillies' chances of coming out of the NL. I don't think they will. I think the Brewers are going to be very strong, and I think the Dodgers, obviously, are going to have a good year. I mean, they hit eight home runs today, but they're the Dodgers, though. I mean, yeah, that's true. They choke a lot. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I don't see how the Phillies don't make the World Series. Honestly, they're just so good. I mean, lineup, their pitching. Today, uh, during the game, during the game against the Braves, they had runners on second or on first and second, and Harper came up to the plate, over three, yeah. mind you, and the Braves intentionally walk him to face Reese Hoskins, and Reese Hoskins crushes a grand slam. Like that's just like their lineup is so similar to the Red Sox. They have so much depth and so much. 
potential like what is this graphic that ESPN just showed? Did you see that? Yeah. What what is it? Where's the wall? They had like mountains <laughs> with just like boxes on them. And then they had like the length of the Homer and it was like only halfway to the mountains, but they didn't even show a park. <laughs> uh that's because the mountain range is eight hundred and sixty feet away, Jason. You have to hit eight hundred and sixty foot <laughs> home runs in the MLB now. They definitely break that out for when the Yankees play and just over-exaggerate oh, it. Well, yeah, because the Yankees hit, like, they just hit dingers, don't they? I mean, they don't lose. Luke Voigt hit a homer today and got so excited? <sighs> don't get me started. I thought it was the first home run of the season, of the regular season, and I was like, no, why did it have to be Luke Voigt? Did he, was he wearing his, like, unbuttoned jersey? Yep, his youth oh. jersey. Oh, my God. <laughs> Um, so another, another person commented that the Red Sox are sadly going to lose to the Astros three to two in the ALDS. Um, that is incorrect. That's incorrect for a number of reasons. Um, the Astros and the Red Sox will not be playing in the ALDS because they're going to be the one and two seed. Yeah. So there's no way they're going to be able to play in the ALDS. Um, and they're not going to lose to the Astros. Yeah, exactly. Um, they're not going to lose to anyone. We, we've been over this. They're going to win. How many games are there in a year if you win the World Series? And uh, let's see, that's eleven. They're going to win one hundred and seventy-three games minimum. Yeah. No, I have no argument there. We have a comment from uh, Nick Holm, eighteen hundred. We acquire a closer midway through the season. Um, we, have, we have Carson Smith. <laughs> we have no one to trade. Like, who are we going to trade for a closer? All our prospects. Nope, they're gone. No, no. The closer that we're going to get at the All-Star break is Durbin Feltman, and he's already in the organization. Yeah, and he's a monster. He is our savior. He looked so good in spring training. I need him with the Major League Club as soon as possible. I need a Feltman jersey, like, ASAP. Yeah. Once once they realize that they need him, they're going to be amazing. Yeah, I said this before. The Red Sox are going to realize their bullpen is like dumpster scum and then bring up D- D- Dermot Feltman to save it. Yeah, I just, and I cannot. And pitch every single closing opportunity there is. I think he could have, like, if he does come up, I, I envision a 2013 Kobe run or Koji run. Yeah. Like, I just, he has such good stuff. He's just going to go out and throw an immaculate inning every single time he pitches. <laughs> Ugh. Yeah, I don't know. I think I don't think the AL East or the the AL in general is going to be interesting. I hate the AL. The NL is so much better. Yeah, because like, like in the AL you have the Tigers, the White Sox, the, the Orioles. Orioles. No one wants to watch any of those teams ever. What do you mean you don't want to watch a Blue Jays White Sox game? Name one player on the Tigers other than Miguel Cabrera. Uh, is what's is Jose Iglesias still on that team? <laughs> no, he's on the Reds. <laughs> oh, you got me. I can't. They're literally irrelevant. And then National League really only has one of those teams in the Marlins. So yeah, like you look at like the. I mean, the Giants aren't good, but like they still have like they have Buster guys. Posey. They have Madison Bumgarner, Evan Longoria. They still and have Buster. Guys. They have Buster Posey, and honestly, right. Buster Posey is the only player that matters in the National League West. That's very bold right there. Ooh. Listen, the Dodgers are just, like, the worst. So, oh, God, Sale, what are you doing? Base is loaded. 
Oh, Chris. 47 pitches in the second inning. This is what I'm saying. This oh is God. not how this went when I played this game in MLB The Show. Oh, how is that? MLB The Show 19 is very good and not good at the same time. First of all, they still cannot get Christian Vasquez's face right at all. Like, it looks nothing like him. Doesn't have the goatee at all. Doesn't even have his right hair color. That's annoying. Devers' stance is just not right. JD's stance is his 2013 stance. Colton Brewer and Ryan Brazier don't even look like humans. <laughs> but um, the good thing they added to MLB The Show 19, though, is before Matt Vasquez wouldn't really get excited like he really does in real life. But now they added these like sounds you can unlock of him saying all his like signature stuff, which is so awesome. I bought all so, of them right away. So the highlight for this new game where you have all these new Road to the Show options and stuff like that, the highlight for you is Matt Vasquez and voice lines. Have you met me? Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> fair, fair. Like, I just go into games and try to hit home runs just so I can hear him. Yeah, you just... Jack, you just go and you make. Here's the key to playing MLB the show. <laughs> you make your own roster and you just have nine JD Martinez is, and you just sit against, like, I don't know, the Orioles and you just play like 162 games against the Orioles and just power swing every single time. Yeah, you just sit in your couch and keep pressing square. It's amazing. <laughs> Chris Sale has thrown 20 balls. That's not how he's supposed to do it. In his first spring training start, he threw one ball. Oh, no. Chris Sale just gave up a hit with the bases loaded. and Oh! Christian Vasquez with a great tag to stop. Wait, hold on. Oh, okay, well, Christian Vasquez had a great tag to get out of the inning and uh, hold the... Mm, so they're losing. Um, You're losing, yes. That's not supposed to happen. So I'm going to be honest here. I'm a little worried about Chris Sale. Yeah. I know it's early, but uh, that was just kind of rough right there, that that whole inning. Yeah, 50-plus pitches over two innings. Not great. Yeah. That inning this, is not great. That's what I'm saying. Like, you just can't – we can't have that. Like, if he is going to keep getting improving, that's just like – it's not – it can't be like wait, that. Wait, wait, wait. We have to lose this game because that's how we started last season. Oh, but I don't want to lose the first game of the year. Because then you'll get all the Yankee fans being like, oh, the Red Sox lost. They're bad. I really hope the Yankees lose to the Orioles, like lose the series to the Orioles. That'd be so I, great. You know what would be even better is if the Yankees just, like, didn't make the playoffs. That would just be so funny. I would appreciate that. I could see the Rays getting up there as uh, number two in the division. Oh, yeah, I could see the Rays making a postseason push. Oh, no. Why are they reviewing it? He didn't even touch the base. Why are they? Oh, wait. Did he even touch him with the ball? What is going yeah, on? He, yes, he touched him this? with the ball. <laughs> They're like playing Twister. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be like overturned because baseball is dumb and bad. This is just. Did you just call baseball dumb on a baseball podcast? Oh, yes. Well, okay. Baseball is not dumb. Umps are dumb. Okay. That's fair. Anybody who says baseball is boring is just wrong. They just don't understand it. You've, they've clearly never been to a Red Sox like game or playoff game. The people who say baseball is boring are the people who tune into like a Orioles White Sox game in the fourth inning. 
Yeah. Yeah. The people who say baseball are boring and people who enjoy watching Formula One, like racing, <laughs> and, like literally guys just turning left. Like, <laughs> you like sports? Eh, are okay, you know. I only uh, li- like, I only I only eat, sleep, and breathe sports. So you like uh, live music in the form of a concert? Yeah, yeah, they're pretty dope. Do you have money, and do you like saving that money? Oh yes, I I am very frugal. Then, SeatGeek is the place for you. SeatGeek is the best ticket provider out there for all sports, concerts, shows, and more. They make buying tickets easy by grading every ticket price so you know you're getting the best deal. And they provide a view from your seat so you can pick the perfect seats to any event. Plus, you wow. can get $20 off your first purchase with SeatGeek by using the promo code DUGOUT. Wow. I'm going to go do that right now. O-U-T. DUGOUT. And the Red Sox are playing right now. It's opening day, so there's plenty of games ahead to buy tickets to. Live update, ESPN update here. Matt Baskerjian is reading a newspaper in the booth right now. <laughs> while A-Rod just kind of sits there and purses his lips while he tries to think of something meaningful to say. And then Jess Mendoza says something not meaningful. <laughs> while she smiles like she's going to kill someone. <laughs> On that note, we should probably wrap this up. <laughs> just so much exciting opening day stuff to talk about. Baseball is back. back. We got a full season ahead of us. Plenty of podcast episodes coming up. Plenty of guests. It's going to be great. All right. Thanks for having me. Yeah, it was great having you on. Uh, so thanks for tuning in to this episode of the In the Dugout podcast. Follow me on Instagram at Red Sox underscore dugout. We've got a great season ahead of us. And um, yeah, see you next week. <laughs>